everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be breaking down all the latest box office stats. Neil's going to talk about King Arthur, Carrie's going to talk about the cool movie she made, and I'll just be here. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Of course, this is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we'd like to... I like hear our audience saying that. And That's just right. kind of like, <laughs> prognosticate. There you go. I like yeah. that, just like that little silent moment for them to yeah, kind of like, all... Uh, <laughs> you're like, say it. They're all either shouting at the computer screen, or yes. if they're listening to the gym, they're just like randomly mm-hmm. shouting inside the gym, prognosticate! Yay! Uh, about the box office that lie ahead, I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. What's up, guys? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And we have the live chat up, so some of you are with us live. Comment live. And if not, comment down below. And there's, like, stuff that you all have been asking me, and I <gasps> forgot. You know, I, I only forgot again because I've had a insanely busy week, and it's going to be more busy. Um, mm, must be yeah. nice to be you know, a mover and shaker in the Hollywood industry. Yeah, you know, like I Lane. went from making nothing to making... Maybe six films this week? Well, look at her. You know? uh, before we hear a little bit more about that, why don't we introduce the person yes, that makes this all Woo. possible. The man who makes this look mm-hmm. good, smell good, <laughs> sound good. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm. He came by and spritzed this all right before we started the show. Neil Plumley, everyone. Woo. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good to be back. Frank, I uh, got your deodorant order from the store. Thank you. Mm. I hope it makes you smell good. Oh, so, <laughs> I oh, love it. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and don't just subscribe, everybody. Throw in a thumb. Throw in a thumb. Thumbs up. Yay! I got it. It only took me uh, almost a year of episodes with Carrie Lane <laughs> to get, hey, how about you just do the thumb, Frank? Just yep. tell him to do a thumb. thumb thumbs up, uh, You can also hop in the chat. Of course, we got the chat up and running. Neil's mm-hmm. been so kind to put it up, so jump in, share your thoughts about movies in general, this box office weekend in particular, maybe what we're looking, we're going to be talking about later on. Just, mm-hmm. just. Jump on in. Share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Yes. Yes. So, of course, uh, as we look back at the box office here, the big winner of the week, Alien Covenant. Uh, came out from Fox, took the number one slot, just barely squeaked out. And this is coming, this is Saturday. We don't have the final mm-hmm. Sunday figures yet, so come Monday morning, this could change because it is a narrow margin. Yeah, I think all of us had Guardian the Galaxy, right? So yeah, that's we a, did. we're like, oh, oh, but it is close. Very close. Yeah, Guardians dropped a lot more than I thought it would. Mm. So as of Sunday morning when I did this, and even I just double-checked before we started doing the show, and it hadn't changed yet, but mm-hmm. I, I imagine when final numbers come in on Monday morning, this could flip, because right now it, we have uh, Aliens Covenant at $36 million and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at 35 and just a hair over $35 million. So, Yeah. So who knows what could, that could change. Alvin in the chat says Guardians will be number one when all said and done. Oh, yeah. thank you, Alvin. Uh, I'm surprised everything, everything is so high on that list, too. Yes, I, was I, was like, I don't that. think any of us have that. Uh, Neil, did you get to see Alien Covenant this weekend? I did not. I really, really wanted to, but I knew that I had a duty to the show and to the fans here to go and watch King Arthur Woo! and the movie theaters this weekend. Oh, look at that. All right, well, since King Arthur uh, did get knocked out of the top five, before we jump into this week's top five, why don't you do a little recap on King Arthur? Yeah. Uh, all in all, the movie wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Yay! It's, uh, it's, 
It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good amount of fun. The thing okay. I like a lot about Guy Ritchie is that when he makes a choice, he does it 110%. He Sweet. never half-asses what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, whether people enjoy that or not, mm. that's a different story. But I really respect that he like his style is just like to the wall. He just he goes nuts with it, and I can respect that in a filmmaker. Uh, some of the things I had problems with this movie, first and foremost, was the intro to the story, like the beginning part of it. It had a uh, had like an intro text wall that you had to read mm. in the beginning, which is always sort of a turn off to me. The whole intro was cut through really weird. Mm-hmm. It didn't really pace itself that well. Um, and then the I know it's weird to complain about it, but the titling, like how they went through like directed by Guy Ritchie. No, that's sound the design, thing to so complain about. Sure. The font color mm. on the position was a different color than the person who held that position. Oh. By like oh. the huh. position title was like orange, like fire orange, and then the position or the person who held the position was like a cold silver, and it was just odd. Hmm. It was a really weird choice, and yeah, that whole intro. Honestly, it probably I, I, I made this argument earlier to some friends. I think that the opening did the movie a good service because it brought your expectations way down, <laughs> oh, okay. and then the movie itself was 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 fine. You know, it was good. Okay. It wasn't. Uh, there's some moments that were flat out awesome. I thought some of the fight scenes were really cool, um, especially because there's some more fantastical creatures in this iteration, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to see them in action. Mm. Um, some of the plot points didn't quite make a lot of sense, but I can forgive it because it's a fantasy sort of movie. Mm. Um, in all, I'd say if you're not interested in another movie that's out, to go see it. You might like it. From what I've heard, that there are moments in this film where you feel like he is setting up for. Uh, a universe, like a trilogy, or uh, at least a sequel. And it, of course, the way this is performed, who knows? It's doubtful that's going to happen. But did mm. you feel like that when you were watching it? Uh, it didn't. It didn't play to that strain, uh, obviously. Which which is good for the movie as like a singular object. It sort of it, it was self contained um, within its own story. However, I can see how they might be working towards, or how before its box office demise been working towards a, a multi-picture deal in this universe they definitely set up some characters they left the, they left it in a note that rounded everything off but could be opened back up for more stories hmm. which i thought was nicely done all right well cool thank you neil look at that somebody did their assignment their duty their sworn duty their sworn as, duty i was busy hmm. was all right the there you go the yes table. So, Carrie Lane, as we as she mentioned there briefly, uh, made six films over the course of this week. Oh, um, no, not yet. I'm at the... Be- so, I'm... Um, it's funny, because some of you have asked before, like, when are you in something again? Work out something again? So, actually, right now. So, I'm doing this thing called the Collaboration Filmmakers Challenge, and it's... You get two weeks to make a movie. You have to help another team. Another team has to help you. And uh, you're all given a quote, and you have to utilize that quote somehow. And then it's three to six and a half minutes. And other than that, you can do whatever you want. Hmm. So you can make anything. I filmed my movie, which is a dark horror comedy, which I'm so happy about. Because it's like, ah, I love genre movies, and I like horror. And it's like, there was things in the actors' performances. I'm just like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, but I love how that went. So so nice and rewarding. Um, and then that was on Saturday. Today I was the assistant director on someone else's film and I literally filmed there, came watch American Gods and came here. So that was all day today. Uh, tomorrow they might be filming more. Tuesday I'm ADing on another project and doing voiceover on another one. Uh, Friday, 
I'm supposed to AD unless they change their location. And then Saturday, I got asked today to do Saturday for AD. So it's a little busy. Well, look at um, that. You know. That sounds like a blast. It's yeah. awesome. Of like, I'm either after buzz work or here. I mean, yeah, after buzz work or uh, filming something. So it's really fun. But uh, you don't know what movies get in until like the day before the screening that they have. So good uh, luck. It's oh, one of those like moments. So you can make like 10 films, be part of 10, and like either none or only one gets in. Because oh, they have like criteria of like how they narrow it down, and there's judges. Um, there's some cool fri- prizes by Shout Factory, Adi Shankar of like five thousand dollar development deals to like make another project. I'm like, oh, this wow. has got exciting. Yeah, I mean it's exciting anyways, but um, it's pretty cool. It's kind of so stay I've, tuned, guys. I've done like the 48 hour film festival, but I kind of like this is a nice spin where you get a you chance get two to, weeks, yeah, yeah and so, collaborate with a lot of different other people. Yeah, so cool. let me clarify. I didn't make six, but I'll be working on possibly six. I only made one. I had wanted to be ambitious and make two, but my second writer, um, I don't know what happened. Then they became unavailable. So then I'm like, never mind. I only got one writer, so I got one script. Though uh, there are some other people looking for other directors. So then I kind of was like, well, if you need somebody, so might happen. But it's only two weeks, so uh, that's why I was like, we are filming. We start. We had orientation last Tuesday, so my writer wrote it by Wednesday. We cast it and we shot it. Um, Saturday, so it's one of those like we get a week to a week and a little over a week to edit because wow. movie making is very stressful, guys, and very exciting at the same time. So <laughs> I've been that person that's submitting it on the deadline day, and you're sitting there watching the upload screen and like rendering screen, and you're going, Fuck, "Hurry up!" You know, and, but it's okay. Uh, and then, uh, yes, thank you for people who like the American Gods after show. It's so fun. Oh, look um, at that. But yeah, so stay tuned. I will definitely, once this competition's over, our my film will absolutely be online. But I can't post anything before. I'm not going to tell you guys anything because it's a really fun surprise. But if you follow me on Instagram, I was doing a bunch of stories from the sets I've been on. So That's I don't right. know if you guys have been watching those. She had a really cool Spider-Man shirt on one of them. I did. And then I know some of you asked. So today I got my ElfQuest t-shirt on. And Frank has a really cool t-shirt on, too. Oh, yeah, it's just a uh, kind of a homage to the Incredible Hulk with the first introduction of Wolverine, but this is with Raphael from the nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles instead. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just, uh, I guess the only thing I'll tell you for the plot of my movie, it's a dinner party that doesn't go the way anybody planned. Well, that just About seems as much, very I'll tell you. much like real life. For me, right? that's just a normal dinner party. Yes. I know. <laughs> but you're saying that it's better than that. Well, it's better for some people. It's better to watch. I'll tell you that. And yes, uh, it's it's really fun because hearing what other people did of their plot lines, uh, which nothing's wrong with their decisions, but I like that we went like totally a left field kind of thing, which is cool because we had an idea. And this is the great thing about movies in Hollywood. I mean, this is a very micro level of it, but Hollywood, similar idea of we had a concept and I was like, no, that's too typical that's going to be everybody else's. Because, like, political could have been the easiest go-to. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know? Um, and then I was talking to a friend about ideas, and she had this really great concept. I'm like, oh, okay. And so we ran with that. Um, and the uh, quote, and I'm like, I feel horrible. And I'm like, I don't remember it. Which they had, like, a behind-the-scenes video they did, and they're having all the filmmakers, like, say the quote. And I'm like, I know. Um, but essentially, I'll paraphrase it for you from George Orwell. It's uh, doublethink is the having two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting both of them, pretty much. So it's the idea of having two um, uh, contradictory opinions or beliefs or anything, and they're contradictory, but you're okay with both of them, which you can do anything. Um, 
Mm, yeah, I, I actually, the title of my film, I haven't, uh, we're going to change it because the title originally gave too much away. So. Well, I feel like Sky Patterson is offering you one. I know. Um, We do not have pie at dinner, but that's interesting. He says, <laughs> pie, <laughs> who wants pie or die? No, not quite. Um, How and about then I, uh, cake or death? We don't have cake either. Mm. But, oh, I guess um, it's death then. I know, right? No, well, we're still working on it. So that's the fun. That's the other fun thing of seeing titles go through different incarnations as well. Because we had one that I was like, ooh, this tells you too much. And so ooh, it's exciting. Well, look at that. Yeah. Carrie so Lane, thank you for being so supportive, viewers. Yes, I, I'm trying. <laughs> or no, I am because I am making something. I filmed that's something. Right. I made a movie on Saturday. She did. She did. You know? She's an auteur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh, that'd be cool which is funny because normally the other films I had made were kind of like magical realism and now I made a horror movie so I'm like sweet rounding out my repertoire <laughs> mm. so anyway. uh, as we jump, uh, jump back into our top yes. five with Alien Covenant being number one Guardians of the Galaxy volume two at number two uh, we have Everything Everything which as Carrie's mentioning surprisingly mm-hmm. did much better than I, I know she and I and many oh, other people thought I was going to yeah. do uh, ended up doing $12 million for Morton Brothers I was not expecting that I honestly did not think it was going to even crack the top five. Mm-hmm. It certainly did better than I thought. Uh, Sna- uh, Snatched came in. Goldie Hawn, Amy Schumer from Fox, 7.6. A uh, 61% drop from last week. And then rounding it out, Diary of a Wimpy Kid from Fox. Made $7.2 million. It was the subject of our box office bet. I went with 19 at the low end, thinking I was like, oh, boy, I could be in trouble. Uh, then I, I, I believe Carrie went 25 and Neil went 21. I believe that's how it broke down. Yeah, I think I went too high. So, yes, you, you thought too much of that wimpy kid. Yeah, and Sky, I like your suggestion. That's a good thought. Oh. The feast. Well, maybe. That could apply. There we'll you see. go. Yeah. So, uh, now jumping to international numbers, yes. I want to bring this up because uh, uh, Ridley Scott's uh, Alien Covenant adventured into another 52 offshore markets this week. Uh, in 76 total, it bid off another $30.3 million and saw number ones in 30 new markets while maintaining the top spot in six holdover markets. The international box office total is now $81.9 million, with China and Japan still to come. The worldwide total on the release is $117 million. Now, initially... The Ridley Scott directed movie looked like it was going to come in at forty million dollars, which would have uh, would have been the second best opening in the Alien franchise. Hmm. But now at thirty six million, it's the third best behind Prometheus at fifty one million, and two thousand four's Alien <laughs> versus Predator at thirty eight point three million dollars. Uh, so yeah, I felt like there was uh, a lot of discussion to be had, and I'll, I'll wait till you, uh, the two of you see it to really kind of dive into it. But the idea was that you know I think people when you wanted more answers out of this film and really scott was still kind of playing a little little coy with some stuff mm, okay yes uh alien versus predator made me remember the like there's actually some alien versus there's alien i don't know the alien versus predator but there's like book series of them i read one of those and it was actually really cool the uh lance henriksen who is awesome love mm-hmm. him but i felt like man i was excited to have him in alien versus predator and then he just so underserved in that film. I'm like, I interviewed him for an indie film that he was in called uh, uh, Mi- t- Monday at 11.01 a.m. Oh, nice. It's a very long like title there. But yeah, I interviewed him on a red carpet, which you can watch on Pop Run Talk. Oh, he's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's where Alien Covenant did. Now, on internet, other international news, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 mm-hmm. has shot past $700 million globally, Sweet. reaching 732.6 
to become the sixth highest grossing Marvel Cinematic Universe release of all time. Mm. At the international box office, it recorded another $28 million this weekend to take its total to $430.8 million. Oof. It is now 19% ahead of the entire previous offshore run of Guardians of the Galaxy at today's rates. Now, there was some other notable performances this session, including uh, Get Out from Universal and Bloomhouse, mm-hmm. which had uh, a get-out-of-town opening in Korea with <laughs> $7.3 million to mark the biggest launch ever for a foreign horror or th- thriller title, hmm. overtaking uh, Universal's and Bloomhouse's own split. And Beauty of the Beast now has a worldwide total of $122 billion, making it uh, $1.2 uh, yeah, $1. dollars, making it the number 10 movie ever at the global box office. Who would have thought mm. that? The tale is all this time. I know they're talking about that. Sky was talking about that as well, too. Uh, yeah. So over there in the chat, too, Sky Patterson recommends Carrie Reed, Batman and Aliens, and Batman and Predators. It's just stupid fun. That could be interesting. They, the, the, uh, Dark Horse does a good job of crossing with some of the other, like, uh, both DC titles where they've done uh, Aliens and Predators versus nice. Super Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. They've also had Predators against Tarzan, which that was a to good, have too. World crossover things that you're just like, nope, that wouldn't happen. But you're like, cool, let's have it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm trying to read American Gods for the show. <laughs> so it. everybody, everybody, put all your other reading suggestions on I hold. I know, right? Gosh, no, I've been doing a lot of books and books on tape. Oh my goodness. Carrie's got, she's got movies to make. She's got American <laughs> Gods to read. Books yeah, to read, you're yeah. burning yourself at all ends here, Carrie Lane. Yeah, what's the one? I just got a new book too. Um, but I finished. I, oh, Ready Player One, which we talked a lot about. I did that one. I finished that. Love it. Highly recommend it for people. Really oh, good. All right. We yeah. didn't really. I don't think we talked about it again on the yes. air. But if you guys get a chance, if you like nostalgia, video games, know somebody who played video games, uh, like eighties anything, you should read it. That sounds terrible to me. I don't want anything. I know, to do right? With You're that. like nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to be talking about uh, just so you know for next week's box office bet. We have two films to choose from. Mm. One is Baywatch with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and I guess we just dropped the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. and Zac Efron. And then we also have Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Johnny Depp's fifth time at the helm. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, uh-huh. ah, there you go. Captaining Yay. this franchise into, I think, potentially another another trilogy. This is going to be the kicking off. At least that's what it makes it seem like. It could, it be. could be. Yeah. And uh, Orlando Bloom will be I back. Kieran Knightley's going to be in there for a little bit. It is by itself in a way because it's like a prequel. Like it has, It's like a separate story, yes? Well, this takes place after yeah. number three. It's so not I feel like, like four a, is our like, main people. You no, know, it's got, uh, well, I mean, it's sort of. Orlando will be back. Okay, Kiro's yeah. going to be back for a little bit. The, the no, other... but this one right now. Yes. The oh. Pirates 5? Yeah. Yes. So oh. Orlando will be I here. haven't seen the trailer enough. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, <laughs> the young uh, boy is basically their son from the earlier films. So he's now back and hanging out. Ah, okay. Which, you know, then I feel like, hey, Captain Jack is just ageless. Because it's like, hmm, all right. Much like in soap operas, that rapid aging syndrome. They just hit poor Will Turner's son. Oh, age him into a teen to go yeah. out hang out with Captain Jack Sparrow. Did you wait? Did you hear about the um, hacking them holding Pirates of the Caribbean hostage? Yes. Uh, what, what what a film to decide that that's going to be like. Yep, we're going to show them. We're going to hold this film hostage. Like, eh. and it's like it comes out next week, anyways, too. And it's like whatever. And I mean, people are going to pirate movies, uh huh, more ways than one, anyways. So it's not really that big of a whoo. It comes out next week. People are going to want to see it in theaters if they want to see it in theaters, like. People who want to go to the movies aren't just going to be like, oh, it's available on my computer that I can watch at home. Instead of seeing a big, cool action movie on the screen, you're going to go watch it in theaters. True. Now, uh, Neil, are you a Pirates fan? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Even I'd, the fourth film? 
I, I really didn't like the fourth film. It was a rough one. That, that's why I sort of struggled with the answer there, there, Frank. Um, I think the first one was a was just like a sneak up classic. Mm-hmm. Sort of came out of nowhere and blew everyone away. Um, the second one, I have my qualms with it because I don't think it's a complete movie. Mm. And uh, the third one, while a little weird, I had a lot of fun watching it. Fourth one, I couldn't get on board with, and so I don't even know how I feel about this one. Mm. This one, at least from the trailer, seems a little bit more return to the first three films in terms of that kind of tone. Return yeah. of like dead guys trying to kill people. <laughs> yes, there you go. It's <laughs> been just, a while. They, should, they shouldn't have left that. They should have just kept that going. Mm. It's been a while since I watched them that I'm like, I don't remember. I can't tell you, like, this is how I feel about them. I know I rewatched some of them before, too, when they were coming out. Uh, I remember. The first one I really liked, but a funny, embarrassing thing. I actually had seen it more than once and fell asleep at exactly the same spot. <laughs> and then, fi- like, it took me almost three times to see it because it was funny. By the third time, I'm like, there's a scene I never saw. <laughs> and it's even worse because I saw it in theaters, uh, like, in my hometown. So it was one time. And then I got to see a special screening at, at like, the SAG uh, studio or so- uh, like theater or something. And Johnny Depp was there, and I still fell asleep at the same spot. <laughs> But they did a Q&A after I was awake for that, which normally I don't really fall asleep in a movie or anything, but that movie is, like, so long. And it was the, it's funny, it's, like, right that, but maybe that shows you, like, that's where the movie kind of slows down. And it was, like, the scene where, like, I think Jack's, uh, not Jack, um, Orlando Bloom's character's like, well, I'm just going to jump off the ship and kill myself so that, like, you can't use me or something like that. Like, that scene, yeah. it was right around that time that I always fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was funny that I finally saw it. I was like, oh, that's the scene I was missing. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't know if this is like a franchise that I was like, I can't, I, I'm not ravenous for new entries I like in it. Em. They're fine. Yeah, and they're I, fine. I, I, I more likely just seen this last trailer, like, with, like, the the, the, mm-hmm. the dead sharks and stuff kind of attacking. <laughs> it looked kind of cool. Fun. So, I mean, I'll check those, but I'm not like, I feel like a lot, man, I, I guess after the first film, uh, Depp's portrayal as Captain Jack Sparrow was like so, such a way out there choice, the way he uh, approached that character that mm. really just kind of made that film watchable. Mm-hmm. But I also feel at this point too where I'm just like, eh, you know, now I know what the deal is and I'm like, do I really, Yeah. does that performance still excite me as much as it did the first time? Oh yeah, probably not. But um, actually a funny thing with that too that I don't know if you guys saw on social media, the fun thing where uh, Giant Depp uh, surprised people at Disney, uh, was it Disneyland? Yes. He was at Disneyland was in the ride and I'm like, that's awesome. That'd be so random and fun that you're just going and they're like, wait, no, that was, that's a cool idea. That's good good promotion. That's a good little quick thing. So but, oh, so we've got that competing up against Baywatch. Uh, basically diving back into remaking uh-huh. a TV show, bringing Actually, it up. Actually, that works for both of them. That's right. Yay. Diving back Hi. in, repurposing a TV show and bringing it to the big screen. Now, we saw that most recently with Chips, which kind of did not yeah. that tanked at the but box those, office. Baywatch has some bigger names. Has bigger names, but also I think... You know, it's it's already been so cheesy to begin with when it first aired yeah. that it, the show it's was... yeah. Well, yeah, but Dwayne Johnson's number one on the A list, which means that he is the most billable actor working right now. Wow, movies that mm-hmm. he's in just flat out make money. Uh, what do I we think? think? It'll do pretty good. What do we think so far? The advertising and like, how much do you think the ads? Okay, two questions. One, what do we think of the advertising campaign so far? Of like what we've seen, like, are you interested to see it? And then how much is it like, okay, it's cool, but are you actually going to see it? I have to admit, I mean, I, if I, I'm seeing it more just because of Dwayne Johnson. Okay. I find him just irresistibly watchable on screen. So I'm like, right. all right, I'm down for this. And it seems like a, a fun take on the, on the original premise. What about you, Neil? I, uh, um, I think the, I think the marketing has been pretty good for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a 
sort of a muted interest in it. Okay. I feel like it'll. I feel like I'll enjoy it, but I'm not like gonna rush out to see it. Mm. But I feel the same way about Pirates Five. Mm. Um, though I will say, I think uh, Baywatch's marketing has done a lot more for the movie than Pirate the Pirates marketing has. True, I'd I agree think, with that. I think. Like, I, I heard something about Pirates months ago. Right. And then it was dead silent until, like, I don't know, three weeks ago mm. when I started to see billboards and bus ads and stuff come up. So For Pirates? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what they're doing. But. Yeah, Baywatch has had a lot of ads online, a lot yeah. of Facebook, a lot of billboards, a lot of stuff. Um, I feel like it's going more towards the 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street model. Yes. Where it'll be just, like crazy action but a lot of comedy as well yeah like some of the trailers like some of it i was there's some jokes that i was like okay that's actually really funny um like it'll be interesting to see the chemistry between uh the rock and um zach efron like there's one part in the trailer where he's like they're both on the jet ski together and he's holding him and he's just like dude you like hold on tight and he's zach efron says something like i can't you have you, you like bathed in bottles of lotion or something like that, and it's like too slippery. And I was like, that's actually kind of funny. And then there's another part too where he's by the um, pool, and the rock kind of like fakes him out, and he falls, and he's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, you suck. And as he falls in the water, and I'm like, it's actually kind of funny. So I'm curious, and uh, it probably looks fun. And then um, uh, I'm like, great. It's because um, I only I mix them up, so this is not necessarily. I was gonna say it's. Um, Depka Patacon. Or is it, oh, it's from, Priyanka uh, Chopra. Is it? From Quantico? Yeah. Right. Cool. Because there's another <laughs> Bollywood actress, and I actually mix up their names sometimes, which I'm like, they're not, they're different people. But um, I'm excited for her as kind of being like a villainess character, which will be fun. And so it looks like, it looks like it's going to be fun. I don't know anybody who would go think it's going to be serious. Be like, it, it's just going to be fun. It's a popcorn flick and like action and like excitement. All right. So, yeah. uh, Neil, Carrie, rake him. Which one are you, will you see first? Probably, probably Baywatch because I don't really have uh, a vested interest in either movie <laughs> right now. But my fiance wants to see Baywatch. No, mm. so right. we might just go see that, and it'll be fun to see it with someone who uh, who'll be interested in it. I'd probably flip a coin. Like they both are. F- I'm probably like they both look fun, but I'm probably filming this weekend, so I don't know. We got it, Carrie. You're very busy <laughs> making you know, films. It's funny. Like oh, I was doing man, nothing, so and then it's like <laughs> I was doing nothing, and then I'm like, damn, I need to start doing some stuff, and it's like, what, bam! So I got what I asked for. Uh, both, though, like pirates, I almost feel I'd want to rewatch some of them. I'd be like, well, I want to refresh my memory, even though I don't think it really matters, but I just kind of want to, anyways. Yeah, I forget which ones I own. I own some of them. Um, now Lee Jen in the I chat says that The Rock isn't enough to make her want to go see this well, movie. Uh oh, Alvin says I'm not excited for either. I'll watch them eventually. Oh, Legion Library movie again, free. Okay. Um, but then uh, I think it was Sky was saying. I think it was a Sky. I don't know. I've, I went back up a little bit, but uh, it's it looks like just a fun movie, like dumb fun. Yeah, and he for, says um, you know watch, yeah. it was uh, Pirates Five was presented at CinemaCon was and journalists journalists like it. Same goes for the Mummy, which I admit I am kind of jazzed about. I, I've been hearing good stuff though about Pirates. I had a friend see. Uh, they just had the uh, blue. They had a blue teal carpet, kind of like my hair it was like a teal mm. carpet. Uh, and Leo, who's a host here at uh, Popcorn Talk, he does Disney movie news. He was on that uh, carpet because he, I don't know what role he has in the movie, but he's in Pirates. Oh, really? I know. I don't know if he was just an extra, though the, I shouldn't say just an extra. Uh, 
he was part of it, so he was on that red carpet and did um, social media about that too. So I'm like, and then my other, fr- I have another friend who works at the, um, I think it's now the Dolby, but I'm like, it's a Kodak. But she saw it, and she really liked it, so it was good. And then side note, because some people talked about, it, and I know we're not talking about it yet, but everyone I know who's seen advanced screening of Wonder Woman has said yes. Been I know there've been a lot of. Uh, there's still an embargo on the reviews, but people were able to tweet out first reactions, yes. and it's been. If you see like uh, Mark Andreco, who's written Manhunter, uh, mm-hmm. a big Wonder Woman fan, Greg Rucka, who's currently mm-hmm. writing Wonder Woman for uh, DC Rebirth, uh, both have uh, said great things about it. So, mm-hmm. uh, we actually uh, at our at our sister network, AfterBuzz, we mm-hmm. had an uh, interview on the Tom Girl show with Wonder Woman's uh, stunt actor. Nice, oh, cool. And uh, it was earlier today. You guys can check it out on AfterBuzz on nice. YouTube. Uh, it was really cool. They show some of the fight scenes. Um, nice. Um, actually, I'm just remembering that we are holding off on sh- on streaming that until oh. later. It was recorded today, so just keep an eye out for that. It's hmm. going to be really cool. Nice. It was an awesome interview. Very cool. Well, nice. Look at that. That's very cool. So the- I just want to share that because I saw a couple people's reviews um, about it. So I'm like, all right, good, good. Does that stunt woman look very ga- uh, Gal Gadot-esque or no? Uh, in body and hair, which I think is all that matters. Yeah. That's Pretty all, much. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, totally random, but actually now you remind me some person was because it was super, super exciting. Um, uh, ooh, I'm blanking her last name, but there's a stunt woman named Zoe. I want to say, I thought it was just Zoe Bell. Yeah, that's been in the Quentin Tarantino yes, films? Yes, okay, like Zoe Bell. Cool. And stuff. Um, yeah, she was, uh, she out, happened to be at the orientation for the film competition I was at because she was um, there for some other stuff. But uh, she was the stunt woman on the very first movie I ever worked on, Penny Dreadful, no relation to the TV show. Um, but it was a horror movie I worked on called Penny Dreadful, and she was a stunt woman on that, and I was a PA and a stand-in and a body double. I did a few things. Um, but it was like I hadn't seen her since then. I was like, oh, my gosh. And so it was cool to say hello. Oh, nice. Did she, yeah. re- she remember you? Yeah, I was like, hey, we did this thing. And then she's like, oh, my goodness. Um, so Please stay really away cool. from me. No. Who <laughs> <laughs> would Sarah say that to Gary no. Lane? Uh, look it's at cool. Albert anyway. in the chat, though, reducing his uh, – trying to just keep his expectations kind of even-keeled for Wonder Woman. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I can't blame him. With all the other DC Warner Brothers produced movies that come out in the last three years, mm-hmm. you can't blame him. I agree, album. Got to keep those hopes down. Uh, Dark Horus says, I have two tickets for one woman opening weekend. Get the hype engine ready. All right. Uh, my, um, uh, actually, I think the fast way, best way for you guys to find it on Facebook, if you guys are in the Los Angeles, Santa Monica because the party's in Santa Monica. There's uh, my friends have a business called Geek Chic Promotions, and they're doing a Wonder Woman party on Wednesday the 31st, and they're oh, gonna nice. have like um, Susan Eisenberg who voices Wonder Woman in a lot yes. of the cartoons, who's awesome. I've met Justice her. Justice League yep. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they'll have like face painting. Like you can get some stuff done. They're gonna have food, bar, and like one of the tickets is open bar, guys. Uh, and like other people encouraging for costumes to dress up, and I will be there. Will you be dressing up? Yes. As Wonder Woman? I'm going to closet cosplay as close as I can. I got a gold corset from my dance show, so I was like, oh, I nice. got some stuff. We'll, we'll make something. Nice. And if you follow are, me on social media, you'll see. That's true. There are many. <laughs> Wonder Woman's one wore a variety of different costumes throughout the year, so it's easy to find something, I think, in your closet to kind of get to one look. Yeah, I think it'll be more like a closet cosplay or like a casual Friday. Actually, the look I kind of had was more like um, like a 50s-ish version. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Nice. I have some I, random ideas. I like it. All right. Karen. But yeah, go look on Facebook. Just look up Geek Chic. 
promotions and they have like a Wonder Woman event thing. If you're in the LA area. But no. I know you guys watch all over, which is amazing. I love it. What Carrie's saying is basically just drop everything you're doing and fly, <laughs> fly to here? LA. No, yes. no, do no, it. No. Do it, yeah. do it, do it. Mm-hmm. So before we look back, uh, before we do our box office bet, and feel free to start chiming away in the chat uh, no. to decide if we want to do either uh, Baywatch or Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. But in the meantime, we're going to do our first two, our box office rewind, taking a look of a, at an actor's top five mm-hmm. uh, films. And of course, if it's Pirates, why don't we do Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, we all know that you know, the, the pirate films are his top films, so we're just going to wipe those off the list, and we're going to do his top five not-pirate films. Okay. And uh, coming in at number five for that is Alice Through the Looking Glass, which <laughs> came out last year. $26.8 million. Had no desire to see that film. The first that was one, the second one? Yeah, the first one drove me up a wall. I didn't hate the first one. I was probably going to get the second from the library at some point. Ugh, Unless when? he shows me something different, I'm kind of done with Tim Burton. Uh-huh. For, if, if I can be honest, sure, yeah, fair enough. No, I, I would agree. It's just I feel like visually, it's there's something interesting to see, but the story just lets me down consistently. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating. The uh, basically the first Alice film when he Johnny Depp does that dance at the end where he rolls his head around. I was like, what am I watching? This, this uh. Uh, that it's mm. like, I could that movie just lost me at that point. Uh, Legion, I like your thought. Good, uh, a gold, a good, a gold corset uh, would fit perfectly for one of the Amazonians. That's a good point. That wasn't quite what I was going for, but that's a good thought. Yeah, uh, coming in number four for him, the Lone Ranger, also from uh, Buena Vista, Disney. Mm-hmm. There, uh, came out in 2013, 29.2 million dollars. This, I hated this movie. I didn't see it. Did you see it, Neil? Which one? Lone the Ranger. Lone Ranger. Oh no, I didn't. I had zero interest. Oh, wait, that was Army Hammer, right? Yes. That was that? I, I don't mind him. I honestly, I want to see more of him because his name is hilarious. But he just was miscast in this. They made Lone Ranger seem more of a buffoon mm. than he really should be, and this, that irritated me throughout the whole movie. If you watch Timeless, the Lone Ranger wasn't white. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, I love the character and the concept, and I really wanted a cool take on this uh, this yeah. property, and it, this was not it. And Johnny Depp is, as Tonto was fine, but then they do this thing at the end where it's not a huge spoiler, but you're already irritated by this, but basically you're seeing Tonto modern day or present day, and he's a super old man. Oh, uh, a present day back in the twenties or thirties for the film. More modern. Yes. Uh, and then he, as an old man just gets up and then he walks into the, the desert and while the credits roll for the film and you're watching him walk all the way through like forever through as the credits roll. And that's it. That, that was it. There was no payoff at the end of him walking through. It, I was like, why am I... Oh, I can't believe I watched mm. this whole credits for that. Oh, that was just one of the many reasons that movie drove me up a wall. Mm. Uh, coming to number three, another one of uh, Neil's favorite director's films, Dark Shadows, back from 2012, $29.6 million. I missed that one. Though. I wanted to like this movie better. I didn't see it, but I wanted to. There's some fine Ooh. stuff with it, but... Ugh. Sorry, I was excited. Sure. Uh, uh, Serenity's talking about... Um, the music awards and k-pop group i think winning oh look at that cool neil did you see dark shadows no i didn't yeah i mean i think you'd feel the same thing that you feel about a lot of the the burton work there where it's just Mm. a lot of cool visuals and concepts but just yeah yeah. bummer uh number uh coming number two sleepy hollow back from uh, 1999 30 million dollars i need to go back and rewatch that I, I, I put it on like when it's Halloween time and doing stuff, and I was like, "Yeah." And it still holds up. Yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah, that movie's good. So cool. I like that one. Yeah. 
That was uh, back when Burton was kind of uh, getting it still still firing on almost all cylinders. Yeah, that was rated R, wasn't it? I think I, I think I remember that. I think I remember my friend saw it in theaters, but he had to get like his parents to take yeah. him or something. <clears throat> and uh, lastly for him, number one, Into the Woods from Disney, 2014, $31 million. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know, Sondheim is great, but this one just did not work for me. Into the Woods? I yeah. I had never seen Into the Woods, so I wouldn't know how to compare it to the play. But there's certain things in it that just drove me nuts, of like plot stuff. But my friends were like, "That's not how it happens in the play," and I'm like, "Oh well, then I wouldn't have been as annoyed with that plot change." But I didn't hate it. There were parts about it I really liked. Chris Pine was good. Yeah, and the the prince is like fighting, or they're like singing duet thing, or yeah. whatever. That was fun, but it was like. Eh. I think it was like the first time I really saw a different side of Chris Pine other than the Star Trek films. So right. it was cool to yeah. be able to see that side of him. Yeah. Ooh, wow. A lot of... All right. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we do our box office bet here, as you guys are mm-hmm. going on here, uh, mm-hmm. we've got, as Alvin's saying there in the chat, There's two options, two Pirates or Baywatch. That's what we're doing. But we're going to do our top five. We're going to pick what next week's box office is going to look like, Ooh. given that we've got uh, Baywatch and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tell No Tales, entering the competition. Now, Baywatch is coming in at 3,400 screens. Pirates is going in over 4,000 screens. Now, just to give you some context, the pirate films have done, uh, going in order, right here from the first to the latest, number four, uh, 46.6 million in 2003, 135.6 in 2006, 114.7 in 2007, and 90 in 2011. <coughs> so, where do we think all that is going to play? I think we feel pretty confident. I think I can go out on a limb here. On the box office breakdown limb, and feel like we could all oof. Can we all say that Pirates is going to take number one? Yes. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think domestically. Oh. oh. All right. I okay. think. Uh, I think Baywatch will take number one. It's all got right. that. It's got that stupid appeal to it. Okay. So. Well, then uh, you'll be the opposite. We'll oh, have that one. Interesting, Neil. So I guess since I usually tend to go last, I'll go first. I will say that it's going to be Pirates, Baywatch, Alien, Guardians. I, I, I mean, I guess everything, everything. I'll just keep that there. I don't mm-hmm. think Snatched or Diary of Wimpy Kid are going to have some kind of resurgence. So that's where I see my top five going. Uh, I think I agree with, yeah, Pirates and then Baywatch. Uh, yeah, maybe Aliens, Guardians, and then just bumping everything down. Everything, everything. Sure. Is that pretty much what you said? Yeah. I, I think I agree with you. Yep. Neil, do you uh, have a, a differing opinion? Uh, well, I think uh, Baywatch will take number one. I think Pirates will cozy in on number two. Interesting. And just to play devil's advocate, I think Guardians, Guardians? will outlast right. Alien. I think Alien will have a bigger drop. Because they're, they're a little bit closer mm-hmm. than uh, than we thought they were going to be this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Aliens will drop a little bit more than uh, Guardians. So I'll do Guardians and then Alien and then everything, everything. Cool. Interesting. All right, Neil. I, I I like the way you're thinking there. Yeah, let's see how it goes. You know, right. who knows? So uh, let's see here. What uh, uh, we... Sky Patterson goes? It will be Pirates and Baywatch and Alien, then Guardian of the Galaxy, and then everything, everything. Interesting. Okay, that's pretty much what we said. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are our vote tally right now, everybody? Uh, Lee Jen agrees with you, Neil. Look at that. Mm. Uh, Lee Jen and I have been agreeing a lot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on Wonder Woman, which uh, I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. And uh, Sky Patterson coming out strong. Pirates 5, $75 million opening weekend. So is Pirates our vote? 
Arg. <laughs> a lot of people are writing it, so I thought I would. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting there. I mean, it's definitely on a downward trend here with 114 for the third and 90 yeah. for the fourth. Uh, I'll, and then, I'm, yeah. I'm betting, I'm betting, I'm betting marketing oh. campaigns mostly. There we go. Right. Pirates 4, Baywatch 2. All I guess right. let's just do Pirates. We're doing Pirates, we're everybody. Arg, mateys. Let's walk, Arg. Let's walk on, the let's... plank <laughs> to the box office bet. Now, of course, folks, as always, mm. the box office bet, we will bet on what we think the opening box office total will be for this film. In this case, the people from the chat have voted on Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Whoever gets closest to the actual total gets to have the bragging rights of being mm. prognosticator. Amongst prognosticators. Oh, boy. The loser, the one that's furthest away from the actual box office total for the opening weekend, will have to go see the film in the theater and tell us all about it. Pretty exciting. So, Well, we both say number one. Neil says number two. That's true. Oh, and who has to see Diary Whimper Kid? That would be me. Oh, thanks, Stardew. Stardew's like, it's Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, way to call me out. I was about to say it. So, again, Pirates will be on <sighs> over 4,000 screens. Baywatch is only 3,400. Uh, you know, and it was ninety for the last one, but 90, that was six years ago. Six years ago, so could it bump up? I don't know. I mean, time has not been, at least for this past year or so, has not proven to be good in terms of franchises returning. Serenity goes. My vote is Baywatch, but well, we're already doing Pirates. But uh, Serenity does say I think Pirates would do fifty to sixty and win the weekend. Okay, I had a number in my head, which might be way too something because I don't want to indicate to Frank, but mm-hmm. uh, I have see. a guess. This is another one, though, where I'm like, I'm probably going to see both of these anyways, but... Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Neil, okay. do you have a number? Oh, I'm good to go. I've got okay, one as go well. Okay, go for it. All right, Neil, what do you have, sir? I think uh, Pirates will do 76. Okay. Oh, all right. Courtney in the chat says Pirates 35 to 40. Wow, Courtney. All, all right. right. Okay. Carrie Lane? 80. 70. Oh, so Ooh, you're low. Yeah. Fine, everybody. Oh man, oh man. I was gonna go seventy-five. It doesn't matter. I still would have been low anyway. Yeah. So, all right, I'll just bask in that. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens. Sky says pirates will do seventy opening weekend, and Baywatch will do forty. Ooh, all right, Sky. Well, actually, wait. I'm curious, Neil. You want to say what do you think Baywatch will do? Since you said it's number one, because we are, we voted on pirates as our number one, but I'm curious what you think for. Um, Baywatch number one. Then. I think it'll sneak in above Pirates at around eighty or so. Cool. Okay. I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'm, Man, I'm, I'm trying to bet on marketing campaigns because, like we discussed earlier, Pirates sort of dropped the ball halfway right. through their their pre-release, and uh, and Baywatch has been going Killing nuts. It. Yeah, they got all over the like your Instagram, your Facebook, everything. The slow motion marathons they were doing. My friend worked on some of that campaign. Oh, nice! The yeah. slow motion marathon. I mean, uh, no, just some of the ads you see oh for uh baywatch mm-hmm. oh that's cool to get to get a walk work personally with dwayne johnson mm-hmm. oh, man all right is he as cool as he seems to be in his instagram feed mm-hmm. she won't say anymore while we're on camera i understand <laughs> no he that's, is yeah that, that is that is like i've got stories to tell but i can't say right now on a live television uh, live streaming show we'll talk more after <laughs> yeah. all right so ladies and gentlemen that is going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But you know what? The fun doesn't stop here, does no, it, Carrie? No, not at all. No, 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 no. It just gets started. Woo! You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
Give it not just one thumbs up. Go back and visit it again and give it another thumbs up. Double thumb that thing. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. We really appreciate it. Of course, you make the show so much fun to do. Mm-hmm. And if you want to keep continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, you know what you can do? You can get in touch with us just on any social media platform. Caroline, where can they find you? Yeah, what's up, guys? Yes, you can find me online at Carrie Dealing. That's K A R I D L E N E. And uh, yeah, I'll be posting a lot during this film competition. I put put a bunch of the Instagram my stories on set, so you kind of get a little taste of what's like on a. I mean, a, a really tiny micro, absolutely like no budget movies, but still, we're making something. Uh, and then also on uh, tomorrow, I, if you uh, watch Sense Eight, we have a Sense Eight after show at six p.m. Thursdays is Handmaid's Tale at 3 p.m. I know it's kind of a weird time. It's a little early in the day. And then uh, earlier time now, American Gods is now at 9 p.m. right before the show, so not after. So if you guys were like, that's really late, it's now a little earlier. So yay. Look at that. Carrie Lane always doing what's best for you fans. I try, and I love that you guys in the chat. It's great. There you go. Uh, Neil, where can they find you, sir? You can find me everywhere on uh, at, at the Neil Plumley, T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Uh, if you disagree with me, hit me up. I'd like to talk. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I disagree with him. I, I want to <laughs> see. I want to see these combative texts uh, or tweets going back and forth <laughs> at each other. Yay. Yes, let's see it. That would be the best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Happy Go Jackie if you're so inclined. If not, follow I completely him. understand. Yes. He does a lot of good food posts too. Oh, sure. Oh, guys, honestly, not? the food. Yeah, do it for the food. Don't, yeah. do, don't do it for the Who mug. Cares? Do it for yeah. the food. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you back here uh, next Sunday night for a special. It's going to be Memorial Day. Yeah. Memorial Day weekend. Look at that. We'll, we'll be here. That's when we will be here. Because <laughs> uh, movies never rest. Yes. And neither should you. Go see more see movies, ya. folks. We'll see you next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. Would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 